guys, Riley here from Ponogy.co, here with your latest episode of the Podcasters Podcast, and today we're talking about multiband compressors. And so this is following up on our article about de-essers. Today we're looking at multiband compressors, and both are frequency-specific compressors, so they're using EQ to look at specific bands. But whereas de-essers only reduce sibilance, multiband compressors can be used on any part of the spectrum. And for us podcasters, there's one great and simple way to implement multiband compressors for our vocal tracks. And we do this to bring down the harshness of the high end without totally flattening out the sound. If you listen to a lot of NPR or Freakonomics or Radiolab or 99% Invisible, you'll notice that they don't have much in the way of information on the high end. It's still there, it's still present, but it sounds a little bit more contained. But as we've mentioned before, a lot of inexpensive microphones can have an uneven response curve in the high end, making the voices sound overly sibilant. And in the 8 to 20 kilohertz range, which is what we're looking at today, it can make it sound harsh and digitally distorted. And this, coupled with low bitrate MP3's propensity to distort high-end information, can make for a really nasty listening experience. So to mitigate this, we're using a multiband compressor on the 8 to 20 kHz range, much in the same way as we de-essed in the 4 to 10 kHz range. But unlike the sibilant range, however, the 8 to 20 kHz range still has information that can be nice sounding in moderation. So setting a threshold level of, and again, this is all depending on your recording levels, but of about negative 20 dB and a fairly high ratio of 10 to 1 or so is a good place to start. And from there, start adjusting your levels until you start hearing that high end smooth out. It shouldn't sound lopped off like if we'd used an EQ to just scoop out that range. It should sound more contained. You start to hear that smoothness in the high end. You, it's tough to describe, but you'll know it when you hear it. And because we've already covered all the elements of multiband compressors in our EQ, compressor, and de-esser episodes, I only have a few tips for you here. And the first one is to use sparingly. Uh, apart from taming the high end, you shouldn't necessarily use a multiband compressor very often. In fact, if you look around the internet, most music production sites caution against using multiband compression unless you're an expert because of the skill needed to blend crossover points well. For the way we're using it, there's only one crossover point between the high-end range and the sibilant range, which is already heavily compressed, so there isn't much of an issue there. And our second tip is to trust your ears again. This is another one that sort of goes without saying. Your ears will be the best indicator of when you've taken enough off the top, as it were. If you spent too long trying to get the level right, don't be afraid to take a 15-minute break and then pop on your favorite podcast and listen to their high-end for a little bit. When you go back to editing, you'll immediately know how close to the mark you are. And this final one is just the order in which we like to put these things in. And it's usually compressor, then our de-esser, then our multiband compressor. So we've got our compressors, or in, you know, if you're following our guide over at Ponji.co, you're using tri-leveler to sort of get that level right. Then you're bringing your siblings down with de-esser. And then if your high end is giving you a problem, use this multiband compressor tip here after the de-esser. At least this is what's worked best for me. Again, we don't want to try and bring things down in the multiband compressor and then bring it back up again with tri-leveler. That just wouldn't make sense. So try this out. If you're using inexpensive mics or trying to match the tone between inexpensive and expensive mics, for instance, I record a podcast with some friends and we just use whatever mics are around. So usually it's like an SM7B, an AKG Perception 100, and a Chinese microphone that someone bought a long time ago. It doesn't even have a name on it. And so sometimes when I'm trying to get everybody sounding the same, I'll bring in a few multiband compressors and make sure each one is taking some frequency off the high end to sort of match everybody up with the, the nice tones of the 7B. And so, um, yeah, this is <laughs> rather a short episode, 
just because so much of what we've already covered was already done in the EQ compressor and deesser article, so you should have a really good handle on what a multiband compressor is. And we're not even necessarily saying you do this all the time, just do this on the tracks that you think need it. But this is the last in our series of per track processing. Our next podcast will be about the light processing to do on our master bus. So the one will be what to do on our master bus. And again, we're not doing very much because we've already done so much mixing on a per track level to get everybody even. And then after that, I'm going to take a week off from doing these shows, even though we just started up because I'm working on our next big guide. So our complete guide to podcast editing has been a huge hit because you can do everything for free and you can get it sounding great. And the next thing I'm going to do that I'm still trying to figure out and research is how to do denoising and just general audio repair, getting the best sounds that you can for free. So that's what I'm going to be working on next week. And then after that, we'll be back with some audio repair tips for this podcast. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm excited, guys. So again, I'm Riley Byrne from Podigy.co. Come check out our podcast editing guide if you want to take your podcast up to the next level. If you don't even want to deal with podcast editing anymore, come check out us. We can handle it for you. We do that. We do great show notes. It's amazing. All of our podcasts sound great, and we take a lot of pride in what we do. But that's it for me. Next week, we'll be running all of our podcast episodes together in one big podcast, so you can just go through and listen to everything that you need to do on a per-track level. And then, yeah, I will talk to you guys again in two weeks. It's been a slice. 